Thank you for listening to this podcast that is part of the Fonz News Outlook 2021 series, recorded on the 27th of November 2020 with T. Rowe Price. First, a few quick housekeeping points. Please note that this podcast is for investment professionals only. This podcast is for marketing purposes, contains opinions, and does not constitute investment advice. Please review the important information at the end of the podcast. Finally, we'd like to remind you that the value of an investment and any income from it can go down as well as up. Investors may get back less than the amount invested. Past performance is not a reliable indicator of future performance. Thank you for listening to this podcast that is part of the Fonts News Outlook 2021 series. During this annual event, we traditionally look ahead to a new investment year with investment experts and economists from home and abroad. Special attention is given to the outlook for the various important asset classes. My name is Marije Groen, and in today's episode, the world of high yield is evolving fast. How has it changed over the last decade, and what does this mean for generating alpha going forward? And with default rates being close to their peak, is selection still imperative in the current environment? And do valuations still offer upside over the medium to long term? That's something we'll be discussing today with Stephen Marsh, Portfolio Specialist Fixed Income at T. Rowe Price. Stephen, welcome. Hi, uh, great to be here. Thank you. Uh, hello. Hi, how are you? It's great to have you. Good morning. Hi. <laughs> Wonderful. Uh, shall we kick off by maybe um, you introducing yourself to our listeners today? Indeed. Well, um, yes, I've got about a 20 years investment experience. Um, last 10 years, I've been focused on fixed income markets. Um, and the last five years, I've been focused on credit markets, um, mainly uh, high yield. And um, uh, learned a lot over those years. And we've seen a lot of uh, changes and evolutions in the markets. Happening. Not in the least this last unusual year 2020 with the pandemic, I can imagine. Indeed. <laughs> Thanks so much for joining us, uh, Stephen. And like I mentioned in the introduction, in this series, we try where we can to look forward and say something sensible about the outlook of different asset classes. So let's get right into it. Uh, spreads have tightened significantly in investment grade and high yield since the initial sell-off. Is there still any upside left in these asset classes, you think? Yeah, that's a great question. You know, there's there's definitely some upside left from uh, our perspective. Um, we still believe that um, there's opportunities to generate alpha for clients and there, there's beta upside as well. Uh, we have seen the market rally in uh, considerably um, since the wides um, after the initial um, pandemic hit. Um, but our asset allocation team are over, still overweight. Um, we still have it as a, an overweight conviction score. Um, not so much in um, investment grade, but certainly high yield. Um, and if you compare the two, um, if you look at spread levels, um, f- multiples in terms of IG to high yield, it's around 4.7 times at present. Um, that was around 3.7 times at the beginning of this year. And that 4.7 times um, now is actually around um, a five-year high. So relative to investment grade, yes. And relative to the overall market, yes. Um, and I think there's a lot of momentum at the moment with um, the vaccine coming out and, and a lot of support from central banks and um, fiscal as well. Yeah, definitely a lot of positives uh, happening. Uh, we see that the market is pricing in a fairly quick economic recovery. Uh, what is your outlook on default rates? 
<laughs> Look, default rates have been a fascinating evolution since the pandemic kicked off in in sort of March, really. Um, yeah, initial expectations were US default rates to be around 10.3% and European default rates to be around 5.4%. And and as the, the markets evolved, as we've seen a, a whole raft of new issuance and, and liquidity on um, balance sheets of businesses improving, those default weights have, have, have come down markedly. And at present, um, we have default rate expectations around 7% in the US and, and 4% in Europe. Um, and, and therefore, we're pretty much at our peak in terms of where we are in the default rate cycle, which is which is great news for, for everyone. Good news, good news. How has the composition of the high yield market changed over this last decade? Have you seen many changes happening? Yeah, look, there's been a, a massive amount of, of change um, in, in the high yield markets. And I think it's come from something which has been um, really US centric. Um, and that's really where we've seen all the uh, issuance in the high yield markets to become a truly global marketplace. We've seen emerging markets grow at a rate of around 30% uh, per annum uh, over the last decade. And, and, and European high yield has grown at a rate of around or a little shy of 20% over the last 10 years. Um, US um, has been in low single digits in terms of growth. And that means that the market has become truly global and thus uh, asset managers um, should and, and have um, become truly global as well in terms of their analyst base and their ability to, to ensure that that global uh, reach collaborates effectively. Mm. And what are the benefits of such a global uh, diversification in a Finkstikon portfolio? Can you tell us? <laughs> yeah, look, look, we've got lots of clients which are, are in the more traditional um, uh, JP Morgan uh, global high yield index, which isn't really global. It's, it's more US centric. And then we've got uh, a lot more clients moving um, uh, new wins of, of new clients moving into to the truly global uh, benchmarks, which um, have almost twice the number of issuers in. Um, so it goes from around uh, 1,600 to, to 3,100 in terms of the opportunity set. And, and that opportunity set allows uh, asset managers to generate higher alpha, but it also allows them to uh, diversify the portfolio and, and, and reduce some of the downside risk. And if you go a little bit further and think about... Um, Comparing the, the the top five sectors and and perhaps the ratings of each of those individual regions, um, you'll see a lot of dispersion and, and differences as well, which allows for more top down diversification benefits. So the more diversification, the more opportunities. I hear you. <laughs> Indeed. Indeed. Now we've seen a record of fallen angels this year. And um, what is your outlook for further rating migration, both up? and down and uh, what has been the impact of that on the high yield market yeah look um fallen angels um this year have been bigger um much bigger than they were in 2008 and even 2008 and 2009 combined um and we really think this um, rating migration um downward has has finished uh, to a large extent um we're pretty much there you know there's been a massive amount of new issuance um, so businesses um, have improved their balance sheet in, in terms of liquidity, but at the same time increased leverage on their balance sheet and thus um, the, uh, the, the downgrades. Um, and we've seen a, 
um, it's really, really helping the portfolios um, uh, for generating alpha because you know, there's been a lot of um, movement and change and um, we don't see firms bouncing back or migrating back upward um, in, in the near term. Um, we believe that um, it's going to take a few years for businesses to, to reduce leverage again and, and start to migrate upwards. Um, in terms of how the uh, the markets evolved, I think the marked uh, effect or we've seen is the changing credit quality. Um, the market in 2008, um, double B market and high yield was around 40%, and now it's close to 60%. So we've seen that credit quality increase um, significantly over the short term and the last uh, 10 years as well mm-hmm. um, in, in the high yield markets. And, and if we look specifically at this year, um, how have fallen angels performed and how's that, how does that fare with the long term? And, and can you see any regional biases that we need to bear in mind? Yeah, look, fallen angels have performed extremely well this year. Um, we've seen a, a volatile market, uh, a lot of change and a lot of evolution and, and um, fallen angels in all regions have, have performed extremely well compared to high yield and in investment grade. Um, it's been a very strong source of alpha in our portfolios. Um, and I think that collaboration between high yield and investment grade is imperative um, in times like these. Uh, and, and to your question about regional um, biases and, and how they've um, differed, um, emerging markets has been the, the best performer. Um, by quite a decent margin, but I think it's somewhat distorted um, by the likes of Pemex, which is um, the largest uh, fallen angel in capital market history, which has really dominated a lot of those stats. Mm. Uh, Now, is there one, maybe the most important thing from an active management perspective in credit markets that you see happening over the next 12 months? Can you say anything about that? Yeah, look, um, (laughs) it's about being selective. It's about... um, being adaptive and understanding what you're investing in and doing your homework and due diligence. The world's evolving quickly. There's been a lot of change recently and there's going to be a lot of change over the next you know, couple of years. Businesses have to evolve to the new working environments, the new way of uh, thinking about the world. And, and the only way to assess whether those businesses are going to succeed in that is to speak to those management teams. And we've done, I think, more than double, uh, in fact, a lot more than that um, in terms of uh, meetings this year with management teams than we did last year. And I think things are changing so quickly that that is imperative. And you have to also understand the credit metrics of those businesses and and pull those apart um, to assess Mm. where to allocate capital effectively. Right. So being on the ball and uh, always expect the unexpected, probably. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, for sure. Uh, thanks, uh, Stephen. We're, we're reaching already the end of this podcast, but um, I'd like to ask you, we, we spoke about a number of things. If there are three key takeaways that you um, would like the listeners to remember from the podcast of today, what would those three key takeaways be? I think the three things which I'm thinking about and focused on and the team is at the moment is that you know, the world of high yield is evolving very fast and it, it warrants a, a truly global approach um, which will optimise alpha generation for clients. Um, so that's the, the first thought process um, which we're focused on for our clients. Um, and the second is, is I, I guess, in terms of markets, um, uh, the default rates are close to their peak, um, but just because that's there it doesn't mean to say you don't need to focus on the markets. You need to be highly selective 
and, and really pull apart those balance sheets. And, and finally, the final takeaway, I think, is, is, is valuation. Looks, we, we still believe there's upside in high yield, especially compared to, to investment grade and um, other pockets of the market. Um, but you need to be selective and you need to, to understand what you're investing in. Thanks very much, Stephen, for your time and for your insights. It's a pleasure. I would like to thank today's guest, Stephen Marsh, Portfolio Specialist Fixed Income at T. Rowe Price. This podcast about the outlook for fixed income was offered to you by T. Rowe Price. It was recorded as part of a series dedicated to the Fonds News Outlook event 2021. For more podcasts, please visit fondsnews.nl. And if you'd like to know more about the topic of today, please check out the website of T. Rowe Price, www.trowprice.com. Important information for investment professionals only, not for further distribution. This material is being furnished for general information and or marketing purposes only. The material does not constitute or undertake to give any advice of any nature, including fiduciary investment advice, nor is it intended to serve as the primary basis for an investment decision. Prospective investors are recommended to seek independent legal, financial and tax advice before making any investment decision. T. Rowe Price Group of companies, including T. Rowe Price Associates Inc. and or its affiliates, receive revenue from T. Rowe Price investment products and services. Past performance is not a reliable indicator of future performance. The value of an investment and any income from it can go down as well as up. Investors may get back less than the amount they invested. The material does not constitute a distribution, an offer, an invitation, a personal or general recommendation or solicitation to sell or buy any securities in any jurisdiction or to conduct any particular investment activity. The material has not been reviewed by any regulatory authority in any jurisdiction. Information and opinions presented have been obtained or derived from sources believed to be reliable and current. However, we cannot guarantee the source's accuracy or completeness. There is no guarantee that any forecasts made will come to pass. The views contained herein are as of the date noted on the material and are subject to change without notice. These views may differ from those of other T. Rowe Price Group companies and or associates. Under no circumstances should the material in whole or in part be copied or redistributed without the consent from T. Rowe Price. The material is not intended for use by persons in jurisdictions which prohibit or restrict the distribution of the material, and in certain countries the material is provided upon specific request. It is not intended for distribution to retail investors in any jurisdiction. EEA XUK Unless indicated otherwise, this material is issued and approved by T. Rowe Price Luxembourg Management, SARL 35 Boulevard de Prince Henri, L1724 Luxembourg, which is authorised and regulated by the Luxembourg Commission de Surveillance de Secteur Financier for professional clients only. Copyright 2020 T. Rowe Price. All rights reserved. T. Rowe Price, Invest with Confidence, and the Bighorn Sheep Design are collectively and or apart trademarks or registered trademarks of T. Rowe Price Group, Inc.